Welcome to C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you know and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, feel good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. And today we are talking all things uh, Motherland Fort Salem with the star, one of the stars, Catherine <laughs> Hayquist. Uh, and uh, this has just been such a fantastic show. I've been a fan uh, from the beginning, and it's just been fun uh, watching your journey with this story and just the entire thing. Uh, so thank you so much for your time today. I'm excited to chat with you about this. Oh, well, thank you for having me and for having enjoyed the show. We're so glad that you were a part of it. Yeah, so this is quite a unique show, and it's been a fun story uh, watching you and the rest of the talented team put this together. Um, and of course, you know, it's it's come to an end now as far as like episodes go. Um, how does it feel to have been a part of such a great project and sort of a story that's been unique uh, and different is at least I feel in its approach to storytelling in general. It's been one of the most fun adventures of my career. I, I've enjoyed everyone I've gotten to work with. And the, as you said, the story arc that Petra got to go on was amazing. Um, she was a complicated and powerful character who had agency in her own voice, but still evolved over over the time and, and didn't end up where she began. She grew and she learned things and she, she adapted to what she faced along the way. And I thought she was a very inspiring character to play. And I try to hold on to aspects of her as I go forth away from Motherland Fort Salem. Yeah. Now that brings up an interesting point because you're the first person who I've heard say that as far as like, when you embody this character and you sort of go on this journey with them from start to finish, you know, a lot of times, you know, from what I understand and just kind of my perspective watching, you know, a lot of times when you complete a character, you sort of shed that skin, so to speak, and mm -hmm. sort of move on to the next thing. But, you, you know, you're mentioning this idea of kind of hanging on to parts of that. Um, 
Is that something that you've done with all of your projects? You sort of try and find the, obviously the positive things to that individual and sort of stashing that away into your, your personal life as far as like what you might continue on with to the next projects? Um, I think as part of my process, when I, when I start to work on a character, I try to find things that I have in common with them, um, as well as the things that are different for sure. Um, but Petra, I think started out where we had less in common and over time, uh, there were commonalities and then where she ended up, I find found myself inspired by her strength and her clarity and her, her commitment to doing the next right thing. And I think, you know, we all as imperfect people struggle with that day to day. And I just found her evolution to be an inspiring one. And she's the longest I've been able to stay with a character, um, in terms of, you know, having so much to do in her journey that, uh, that there was a lot that I got to sort of process and, and, uh, and yeah, I think I will be taking away more from her than I have from other characters. I think that has to be satisfying as an actor to really have the time to explore a character, you know what I mean? And really Mm -hmm. spend time with them instead of maybe like three or four episodes, really like we're talking seasons where you get to really develop a character um, it has to be satisfying because then you really kind of get to explore uh, that person. You know what I mean? As far as uh, multidimensional versus like, you know, myopically after just a couple episodes. Yes. And I think that because so much of what I think Motherland Fort Salem's appeal is, is the allegorical nature in which our story unfolds and how much people can relate to in their modern day current life um, in terms of the political milieu and in terms of the, just the different conversations about personal agency and freedom of expression and freedom of voice and freedom to love who you want to love and all of those things which are as topical and, and, um, and current in, in our modern day now life as it is in the story. I think that affords us the opportunity to sort of explore how we handle those things in the fantasy realm and, and bring them back to to real life and I hope that's what people will find even though we're not continuing on the journey with these characters at this time I'm hoping that because we got the most amazing opportunity to conclude with season three and to bring it to a to a full journey that people will still find us in streaming and and explore the lessons that we are challenged with in the stories yeah I think that's for me at least the beauty of this day and age that we live in where things can live on, you know, on streaming or on YouTube. I don't know. You, you pick really. I mean, there's just lots of opportunities uh, for people to sort of rediscover uh, these great shows that you've been a part of, or, you know, just sort of begin the journey at a different place in their life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that also, I would imagine has to feel good as a storyteller or as an actor to know that, you know, 20 years ago, we made appointments to watch TV. Uh, we showed up on a Monday, <laughs> Tuesday night, whatever the case. I'm revealing my age a little bit. Even we would record things on a VCR. Uh, but now, literally, like we just have, I think I was counting the other day, 20 some streaming platforms that there is available. Do you do you watch things just outside of your personal time as an actor? Or are you just busy 
making content all the time? Do you binge? I think people would want to know. Oh, I absolutely, I absolutely (laughs) binge watch. And, and it's so funny. um, You know, one of, we had the, the incredible good fortune to have the incomparable Cheryl Lee Ralph play the president in motherland Fort Salem. And so it, I, I was reflecting last night on her talking with us during season two, uh, when we were making season two about uh, this other show she was working on, this quirky little comedy called Abbott Elementary and how much uh, how much fun she was having on that. And then last night for her to win the Emmy was just amazing. And so, yes, that's been one of the shows I binge watched out of support uh, for my, my co-colleague there. Um, and, uh, and it's interesting because all of us come to came together on Motherland Fort Salem from other shows. So I've been trying to catch up on, on what everybody else was working on beforehand. So I just binge watch Gossip Girl because Lynn Renee is on that. And I'm looking forward to the Winchesters because uh, Dimitri McKinney is going to be on that. And, and of course, you know, Ted Lasso and morning, morning, uh, the morning show. And just, yeah, there's a lot that I like. I tend to lean towards comedy, I think, if I had to sort of pick. Uh, but there've been some amazing dramas. I just finished one called Slow Horses on Apple and that yes. was amazing. So yeah, I like, I watch all over things. A good story is what gets me. Good story and a good ride. Yeah, I think that's what I think draws people in. And of course this show definitely brings that to the table. Um, so let's take it back a little bit because you've been a part of some really good projects and you've had the opportunity to be, yeah, absolutely. in in front of some great audiences and really some fun shows, but where did the acting journey begin for you? Was it early on in your life or was it later? What sort of sparked uh, the interest to pursue such a, a unique uh, career field <laughs> uh, vocation uh, that you're a part of? Uh, I didn't come to it professionally till my late teens, early 20s. But as a, as a kid, um, and especially as a kid who has a minister father, I was always aware of the power of story and, and, uh, and how the delivery of story impacted people and taught them things and made them laugh and and kept them engaged and, and was inspiring. And so I definitely think the seeds of that were planted in a young age as, as a kid with watching my dad. And i started reading really early and so found, you know, getting lost in, in these different worlds that books opened up to me were, was also really an imprint. And, and when, by the time I hit school, I was very much loving the idea of performing and get involved in school plays. And again, still very much in the school context, not, not for a job, but um, as I got older and had opportunities presented to me, I, I looked into it more and, and definitely felt the appeal and the, the call that had reawakened those seeds that were planted as a kid. Um, it, uh, I grew up in, in small town, Saskatchewan and Alberta. Like I was born in Vancouver and then lived in Alberta and Saskatchewan where my dad had his posts in the church. And, uh, and so it just never seemed possible that one would join the ranks of those we saw on, on our little TVs, but, um, the impact of storytelling definitely, definitely inspired me. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I mean, having grown up in a home uh, myself where I had, you know, a father who was involved in the church and then even myself in recent years doing church things, working with kids and adults and really, you know, the art of storytelling is very prevalent uh, in the church and any sort of religious background. I mean, you go back to parables and that sort of thing. I mean, really, um, so we have that 
connection. You know, I think that's why I'm fascinated with your world. And I talk to people uh, with this podcast because I just think it's, you know, because really, I mean, yes, you're an actor by vocation, but really, you know, you have an opportunity to to play pretend, so to speak, and really just create these worlds. So I'm, I have to ask, I'm very curious when you sort of got into this uh, and having a father who was a minister and that sort of thing, was there, what was kind of the conversation like uh, when you were like, Hey, I'm, I'm leaving Canada or I'm pursuing the wiles of Hollywood. Um, you know, and I've heard stories similar to this. That's why I ask because I think it, it might not always necessarily go the way that someone might think it could always be a very positive experience too. Like, Hey, you know, as long as you've got this backbone, I say, go for it, you know, cause the sky's the limit. Well, my parents raised me to be very independent and uh, to be a good debater. So when I presented things that were not necessarily <laughs> their vision, as long as I could make my case, they, they knew that they had to, to at least accommodate, if not encourage. Um, but I think, uh, I think the fact that I didn't have to leave Canada, I think gave them some comfort. So I've been working in Vancouver for the majority of my career and we're very, very blessed to have a, a robust industry here where we're yeah. doing a lot of international content for, um, for audiences all over the world. And so the fact that I was able to stay close to home um, was I think a comfort to them. I think a lot of people have opinions about what it is to be a professional actor and not from knowledge about the job of it, but but sure. because the, the the horror stories are what get amplified about how difficult it is, or how much competition, or how you know it's more, you know the the industry can lead you down paths that may not be the most virtuous, and that hasn't been my experience. I've yeah. I've been very fortunate to work with amazing collaborators, have really interesting and varied and fun material to work on, and to still be able to stay close to my family and and uh, and enjoy that. So. I think I think the initial conversations about are you sure and what are you going to fall back on gave way to the fact that I was developing a body of work that they could see I was making my way with. Yeah, and now they can just turn on the television and watch <laughs> uh, their lovely daughter uh, be a part of <laughs> such great shows. I think that's very cool. And then yes, Canada, my God, it's like Hollywood part due. You know, it just there's so many projects. Uh, mm -hmm. that film there it's crazy like it's just it's just as robust I think you know people are realizing that things can be created uh, not necessarily in the backyard of Los Angeles anymore like you could literally go to Canada and film anything and it it just not is it not just a great place to film and all different aspects but I mean literally you can get a city that will look like anything uh, and it just does really great well, for those watching and listening who have not yet tapped into Motherland, I highly recommend it. Uh, yes, it's just a fun show. And uh, I'm excited to see what's next for you and sort of what the journey looks like uh, from here. Because I know you've got a couple of things that you're working on. So I think people uh, will be excited to see what's next. Um, Catherine, this has been a lot of fun. Again, thank you so much. And, and all the success that you've had is very well deserved. Thank you for your thank time you. and chatting with us. Thank you for a great conversation. I look forward to the next one. Take care. Likewise. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.